Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. You with me, Chris? I'm here, James. Yeah, we're going to have another. Every week is a great show, but... You know, we got Abe. Abe is back. Abe was on vacation. He left us for a while, but you're back, Abe. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, right, we got Chris. We got the prophet, Wayman. You there, Wayman? Hey, the prophet is here, baby. Ready to go. <laughs> we got to talk about, uh, well, we got to talk about Chris on the line. Okay, talk about the booty. Right, Abe? <laughs> oh, do I have to hang up? <laughs> Well, I'm going to start off. I know Chris got some things, but we might have a um, former NBA player ready to play. supposed to call here for the NBA. But I want, I want to get back into um, a little bit of what we was talking about, you know, before we got started, you know. Um, hey, this your team, you know. I spoke to a young gentleman today, and uh, Wayman had some good points, he said, but I think his points weren't good. You know, last week, me and Wayman went at it. Chris like, wow, y'all wouldn't at it. I said, yeah. I agree with Wayman, but he's a prophet. <laughs> but um, how about Rome? Right. And I think this thing that Jerry Jones is doing, you know, and Wayman said, you know, right now it's okay that what he's doing, but, I mean, if you have released him, let him go. He's going to go anyway, so you're not going to get now. You're not going to trade for him because nobody will trade with you. Let him go now. Let's wait until June right before the thing and then keep him. What do you think, uh, Abe? Well, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like uh, Wayman was saying before. Uh, you know, he's it, it, it's not a it's not a personal thing. It's it's a business uh, decision that that needs to be made. And so, uh, basically, uh, when they make that decision, you know, then he'll be free to to uh, to have other options, other choices. But uh, you know, I think as 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 I say that his choices are limited. I, you know, I, I think honestly, uh, I don't I don't believe that the Broncos are are, are truly interested uh, in him for uh, what he wants to get paid, um, and and I'm sure they'd probably be willing to to pay him less than that. But you know, it's it's kind of one of those uh, things where he he might be you know waiting it out to see exactly what, you know, he can get out of Houston as well, you know. So, uh, it, it, honestly, you know, if, if, if 
if he doesn't if he doesn't go to Houston and there there's really no other options I don't I don't think for him and you know as, as tough as that may be uh, for Tony Romo you know it it could be uh, it could spell the end of his career for him but you know we'll we'll just have to wait and see what uh, how far that goes you know and and where that ends up. What do you think the profit? You know, and I was talking about it before we came on. You know, uh, Jerry Jones is under no obligation to release Tony Romo. He's under contract. Um, and all it's going to do is help another team out. The other team, for all intents and purposes, being the Houston Texans, who I'm sure Jerry Jones is not happy to have Tony Romo probably in his career with. You've got another team in Texas, Texas, um, who not on a huge level but competes at least regionally with the Cowboys. So you're working against yourself. So, yeah, he's under no obligation, no, un- no incentive. I don't think Jerry-, Jerry Jones is a smart businessman. He knows the Texans, the Broncos aren't giving anything up for Romo, and so that's not the issue. He's going to keep him on that roster until late, and as late as he possibly can. Houston will be scratching and clawing. They probably wind up drafting another quarterback. Why am I going to help another team out? To me, that's what it all comes down to. He's an owner. The only person, the only team that he's responsible for is the Cowboys. Um, And as much as he loves Tony Romo, he's under no obligation to help that guy out, help the Texans out, help anybody out but the Dallas Cowboys. Chris, what do you think? Before you came on, we made a scenario. You with a girl, you know you'll get the booty, but she gotta hold out to the last minute and then let you get the booty. Give me the booty now and get it over it, right, Chris? Go ahead. Go ahead with the booty. Now, do I have to answer in this scenario? Or why, why can't I be asked the question that the guys get asked? Anyway, I did. I just, anyway. I just asked you. We are talking about <laughs> football here, right? The scenario, Ben, yes. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm I'm not going to answer it in the way that you want me to answer it. So uh, I I I I do agree somewhat with what Wayman's saying that you know Jerry Jones yeah he's he he has kind of an ego and he doesn't want to help anybody out you know and and he's not hurting you know he's got a pretty good team already so you know why 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 help somebody out and and you know I I heard what last week that that Denver's cap you know their their salary cap is 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 much smaller than what they had thought they were going to have. So Denver's kind of out of the picture with, with Tony Romo. Um, so it's still down to, I think, Houston that really wants him. But, uh, you know, it, it, I think at this point it's going to be like mid-July when training camp starts that he's going to release him at that point or decide what he's going to do. Right. And and he may right. end up even even playing games even then and just said, you know what, I'm not going to release him. We're going to keep him on, 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 the, on the bench for this year. You know? So at this point, teams have to to pretend like you know that Tony's not even even a viable option, and decide what they're going to do because there's still players out there. You know, we've talked about a few last week. You know, Kaepernick, which you know we don't know what's going to happen with him, but there there are players out there available, and go well, for it. And, and I, I I don't agree with you what you're saying, Greg Wyman, but he's a prophet. I'm, I'm kind of on age, you know. But listen. Let's talk about this. Um, I was upset when um, Sam Bradford, when the Eagles, they were going to draft the young guy. What's his name? 
Come on, Wave. I know you know. Quarterback. No, I don't know anything about the Eagles. Carson Wentz. Well, I know. You talking about Carson Wentz? Carson I know who you're talking about. All you got to do is ask me. I'm going to tell you. But, I don't know who you're talking about. And Sam Brack would come out. I'm not gonna play. You're gonna compete. Why are you gonna compete? You know, you know the baby stuff. You know, acting like a baby. My point is, I'm about to come back to you, Ed, because I like messing with you. Well, I don't like that smile you give me every morning. You should see the smile. You know, you always <laughs> like that smile. You know, but you know, you had Tony. I mean, Romo come out. He ain't mess around with nobody that's that's in team deck. You know, that's kid stuff. You know, he don't want to talk to nobody. Everybody that like the team um, deck. What is that all about? Go ahead, uh, Abe. That's your thing. Is he a, well, like a baby now? He, he, here's the thing, you know, you got to look at it from his position. You know, uh, I, I honestly, I, I believe that, you know, he feels a little bit betrayed, you know, uh, by the How? team. Well, you know, because he wants to play, you know, and he wants to be the starter. And uh, unfortunately, that's not where he's at. You know, but he wants to he wants to be in the game and he wants to contribute. Uh, you know, he is a part of the team. But you know, when uh, when there's there's somebody when there's a better option than you, you know, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. I think. You know, and uh, and that's you know I think that's where Tony's at right now as far as uh, you know trying to accept the fact that. He's not a starting quarterback anymore, any longer, you know, and, uh, you know, that, that can be, uh, that can be pretty devastating to somebody, you know, and, and you could, you know, that I'm sure there's a slew of emotions that he's probably gone through, you know, he's probably been angry, upset, you know, you know, depressed, you know, I'm sure that, you know, he's gone through all of that stuff, but. You know, uh, I, I think you know once he comes to the realization that it, it's not, you know, it's not a personal thing. It's it's a business, and it's it's what's right for the business. And you know, he's he's just not up to par. Then, you know, once he comes to terms with that, then he can get past all this other stuff. You know, and and you know. Uh, it, it, it's unfortunate because the guy, he wants to get out there, he wants to play, and he wants to win, and he wants to, to be a champion, and he wants to win a championship, but his body is just not allowing him to do that, you know? So it, it, it happens to everybody in in, in, uh, in their one point or another in their career that, you know, they just can't do the job that they once used, used to be able to do. So, And I think that's that's probably where he's at. Watch this, Chris. Profit, mm-hmm. what you think? Watch this, Chris. Mm-hmm. Now, now, would you repeat that question just so I know specifically what I'm answering again? Because Tony Romo made a statement that he's not talking to any teammate or coaches that's in team back, you know, corner. Isn't that baby stuff? Come on, man. You know, I, I think that's a little, a, a little childish. I don't. You know, you, you've developed relationships over the years. Um, they've made you one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league uh, throughout most of your career. Um, so he has very little to complain about. I understand wanting to be competitive and compete 
and all of those things. We all want to do it. But if you play sports, if you've ever played sports at all in your life, you understand that there's going to come a point, um, one, where you're no longer at that same level and somebody else takes your place or it's time to hang them up. Now, fortunately for him, he has an opportunity to go and play somewhere else, which ultimately is what he wants. So I wouldn't be complaining at all. I would be, I'd be kissing everybody. I'd be kissing Jerry Jones. Thank you for releasing me. Um, thanking the coaches, thanking everybody that I possibly could. He's moving on. He's probably going to make as much, if not more, or at the same level of money he would have made with the Cowboys. And he's going to have an opportunity to show that he can still do it. What, what do you have to complain about? Of course you don't get to do it with the Cowboys. Look, look what happened to Brett Favre. And, and look how people think of Brett Favre now. So if you don't want to be put in that same category and, and, and have that same negative light cast on the end of your career, go to another team, keep your mouth shut, do well, and that's the best revenge you could possibly have. Imagine if somehow the Houston Texans overtake the Cowboys this year. That would be great. That would be a perfect way to end your career. I wouldn't be mad about anything because, like Abe alluded to, and like it's been alluded to this whole show, they can keep Tony Romo and sit him right there on the bench, and then you would have something to be mad about. Well, don't 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 forget that that Tony Romo also also was offered to be um, you know going to to broadcast. You know they really want him to 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 be to come on to the NFL. I can't remember which uh, which channel it was, but um, CBS. I think CBS wanted him. One of those. I I think it's actually yes. Yeah, CBS and Fox are actually both are wanting him. So. You know, on a broadcast team, and I mean, he'll make he'd make mint doing that too. So, I guess it it, it wouldn't matter. Yes, he wouldn't be playing anymore, but it still would be so involved in the game. You know that that he it's like he's not really missing anything. He's not just having to sit on the sideline and have his ego hurt. Yeah, he wants to play though. He wants to, he wants to play. He he still feels like he can play. Broadcasting is going to be there. In, in two, three years, one year when he's done, broadcasting is going nowhere. He wants to prove. Uh, imagine, like I said, the perfect case, you get to go start for the Texans, you make the playoffs, potentially make a Super Bowl, and I'm sure for him he dreams of playing the Cowboys. Just like Brett Favre went in that first year when he played for Minnesota and beat Green Bay twice. How great of a scenario would it be for him to go and play against his former team? He wants to play. Dallas but it may never is not happen, the place. No. Dallas, Dallas is not. Dallas is not the place for him to play. It, 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 the opportunity, the window has closed. Go and play somewhere else. You can compete. You can start in in Texas with that weak division. You can win, go to the playoffs, and have a potential opportunity to play against, I guess, now, your arch rival. But Jerry Jones may not ever allow this happen. I mean, he may right. just, just be doing this despite everybody and just keeping him there. And, 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 and every, every, as time goes by, Romo's ability is going to get less and less. So True. True. But, Chris, if you gave me, give me 
eight million dollars to sit on my butt and and show up every week, um, I'm going to do it. I, I'm, sure. Give me eight million dollars next year to sit down. I, I know the competitive drive is there, but I'm not going to complain one bit. I don't know, Wayman. I seen that. I think I talked to A. If I remember, I don't know if I mentioned it to A. When I was at the Eagles, you know, these guys don't want to sit there. I don't care if you say eight million. Me and you, Wayman. Hell, we we sit there and, and sit back and work for eight million. But I worked with a guy who was at the Eagles, and um, buddy told him, you know, you just sit back. This team of yours. It was Randall. It was Matt Cavanaugh and Dominic Pearson. They had drafted him from Syracuse. Sit back and you know just learn. The game takes. He didn't want to do that. He complained and play, and they similar Houston. He didn't do nothing in Houston. He didn't make it. He didn't play in the NFL. But guys don't want to sit there, you know, and and just set them up and make that money. They just don't want to do that, you know. I don't know why. I understand. No ego. Ego definitely. You have to have an ego to play. It's all competitive. I'm not just talking about sports. It's ego-driven. Uh, so I don't, I don't fault them for not wanting to sit on the bench. But, you know, um, when you play sports, you know, I came out of California. I think I'm Mr. All-World Everything um, coming from a competitive conference in California. And I come to the University of Wyoming, and I have to sit my butt down. Sit. There are people that know our system. There are people that are better than you. Um, or whatever the situation might be, sometimes, whether we want to do it or not, and we're all competitive, and how many people played receiver when you were on the Eagles, love, um, when you got there? Some, somebody has to sit down. Somebody, somebody's going to get a paycheck to sit down, and, and that's just how it is. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, I got one more question. I know Chris got a bunch, but... You know, we heard Abe Hart, you know, so I know he was a sad, bad man. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is uh, my name, Chris. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, you there, eight? Hey, yeah. Oh. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I know where I'm about to cut off. Well, this is James Loving. You're always loving a sports talk. Cold and with Chris. You there, Chris? I'm here, James. And we got Abe. Abe is back from vacation. Welcome back, Abe. You there? Yeah. And we got the prophet. <laughs> prophet. You there, Wayman? Oh, the prophet is here, baby. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, we got it made. Well, first I want to say uh, thank you guys, you know, being on the show. You know, it's always great to have y'all. Me and Chris got to sit down. We got to sit down. They told we could change the music and intro, so we're going to get some some going funky, you know, some little uh, rap stuff going or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be fun changing it up and doing some, you know, the intro different, which would be good. But um, I want to, uh, before I know Chris got a bunch of things, I'm going to just switch it up real quick. Because I, I like um, this next thing I want to talk about real quick with you guys. You know, I hate cocky people, you know. And I think you too, Wayman. But Wayman's cocky. Wayman said he'd beat me up. And I don't think that happened. But anyway, <laughs> but there's a difference oh, with cocky guys. And, you know, and this next thing I want to talk about is about um, the bra. Ball, you know, dad, you know, talk about Lorenzo. All right, is it Lorenzo? Lonzo. 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 But my thing is, he got his butt showed off in that game against Kentucky. The guy he was sticking scored 39 on him. He only scored 10. The point I'm going to make is if you let this guy do it to you in college, you know the other guys are coming at you in the, in, in the NBA, LeBron, all like that. What are you going to do against them, you know? So. Go ahead, go ahead, Wayman first. You know what? I, I wish, you know, I, I do wish his dad uh, wasn't as I, as outspoken because I think, you know, you you unfairly come down on a eighteen, nineteen year old kid for for one game, um, and 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 the guy, and the guy he was guarding uh, is also going to be an, an, another top pick in the draft, so it's not as if. You know, he was. He should go before that guy. Did he not say that? Remember that? He, but he, he, and he is right now. And and of course, I checked this stuff. Uh, you got the guy out of Washington, Fultz, uh, Marquise Fultz, or whatever, who's going to go number one. And all, on all the other, you know, preliminary draft boards, you still have Ball going number two potentially to the Lakers or to the Knicks. So it's not affected his draft status because those guys know. That one game is not going to affect what they think of you. This guy, as a freshman, averaged seven point six assists a game. Um, he, he, which led the nation, which led college basketball as a freshman. So why wouldn't you want him? He can shoot. He shot over forty percent. Shot over forty percent from the three point line. He has ideal height to be a guard. You know, he's six six, long and lean wants to give up the ball in the NBA, sort of in the LeBron James, or he's been compared to Jason Kidd mode, yeah, he got whooped. And unfortunately, you are right in the sense that 
his dad ran his mouth so much that it cast a negative light on his son. But, you know, he's one of, you know, uh, 60 other teams that are out of it. And, and, and Fox killed a whole bunch of other people, but we're not talking about it because their dad wasn't out there running their freaking mouth. So, I mean, uh, probably not the greatest way to go out. Uh, but at the same time, this is an 18, 19-year-old dude who has proved game in, game out. And remember, that was the second time they played Kentucky. So we'll say he went 50-50 because the first game, he definitely got the best of, uh, of Fox. So he, he exploded onto the scene in the first game versus Kentucky. So at, at worst, he's 50-50. It's not like he just got dogged one game and that was it. He, he dogged the other guy the first game. Abe, what do you think, Abe? Well, you know, I honestly, I, I think there's uh, there's a fine line between being cocky and uh, confident, and you know, it's, so it, uh, it it's it's it, it, I think in some situations it, it can be easy to to cross that line, but you know, these these guys, I think, you know, I I, I think it was you that was telling me that. Uh, they'll try to get in your head, you know, and, and I think it was you that was telling me about Michael Jordan that he used to mess with guys, you know, when they were playing and, uh, you know, uh, he did it all the time, but I, I, I think it was because not because he was cocky, but because he was confident that he could beat him, you know? So, um, it's, you know, it just, it's just one of those things that, that you, you, I guess you have to learn over time, you know, and, and when somebody's speaking for you, which is the case in this uh, scenario, what we're talking about here, you know, the, the kid's dad was, was uh, running his mouth about, about him, you know, and, and so that, like Wayman said, it, it cast negative light on him, uh, which was none of his uh, real doing, you know, I mean, he can't, you know, he can't really control what his dad does, you know. Uh, he could tell him, hey, Dad, you know, calm down a little bit or whatever, but ultimately his dad's going to do what his dad's going to do, you know. And so that's I think that's kind of the way it, it shook out in that situation. Hey, before Chris goes, let me ask you this, I won't cut you off. Sorry about cutting yeah. off, but I won't cut you off. That young kid from college, I don't want to talk to Wayman right now because Wayman ain't talking. I don't want to talk to Wayman. <laughs> That kid from Kentucky scored 39 on him. What do you think of LeBron to do to him? What do you think of John Wall would do to him in the NBA? Hey, tell me that. Go ahead. Well, you know, I, it, it's tough to say what 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 would happen, but you know, just from from seeing that, you know, I'm I'm almost 95 percent sure that those guys are going to eat him up. You know. Uh, that's why I like you, Abe. That's why I like you. Abe, you don't you don't have to give in. To the I mean, I, I'm just that. That's just perspective. I'm just looking on the outside in, you know. So I mean, it could it could shake out to be a different different situation when it when it comes down to it. But you know, from from here, that's that's ultimately. I mean, automatically, that's what you would think would, would be the scenario. So I have a comment on this, you know, from from what what Wayman was saying. Chris. Yes? I called you. Co-host. 
What do you got to say? I, 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 yeah, I'm, I hear I'm, that. I'm I hear that. I like it. I'm smiling right now. Go ahead. You, you, I ain't know, I'm going to put it on mute. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I, I I just have a comment for what Wayman was saying. Even though Wayman doesn't have to respond, I just wanted to say, you know, you you said that the first game that that you know that that um, Lonzo, you know, he he had had Fox's number, but now that the father has spoken and said all this stuff, now teams are are are, are out there, you know, fiercely wanting to go after. This kid improved the dad wrong with the kid's Keep ability, talking, and and Keep he talking. just showed it. Ah. He just showed it in this, that game, and and, and that's not the first time this is going to happen. Keep talking, Carl. He don't hear you. Prophet don't hear you. I, well, I, 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 that, that's, I, I, that, that was my point. I, of I'll get off my soapbox. Of I hear you. And of, and of course, if you play sports, especially basketball, not so much football, because football is more of a team-oriented game. Basketball, you can get into isolation, um, and obviously you have a specific person um, that you're supposed to be guarding. Um, but, but even having said that, when, when you get to the NBA, when LeBron puts up 30 points or 40 points or Jordan put up, they say he put up 40 points on the Clippers or the Kings or the Lakers, it's not so much individual because with, with, with all the screening and uh, pick and rolls that they do in the NBA, it's a pick and roll league, you're going to get screened. You have big men coming over the top. And so, you know what? When Curry scores 40 or 50 or, or Kobe scored 81, nobody remembers who Kobe scored 81 on because well, it was a whole bunch of different people. But you didn't it was, it was Kobe... Lonzo Ball is going to have a target on his back. Sure. Yeah. But Lonzo Ball, one game does not him make. He has built up a, 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 a freshman campaign that has him going number two overall in the NBA, which means Wait, that even though he got lit up, if you want to say that he did, the potential for him in the NBA is greater than all but one other player coming out. So Wait if you want to look at it like that, what do I think is going to happen when anybody else plays LeBron or whatnot? His potential outweighs everyone else's, despite his dad's mouth. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase what you said, Wayman. I know you're saying, but I think you're getting wrong what we're trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, you're right. He's going to go in the NBA, right? He'll be number two. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that his daddy had ran his mouth so much that if Kentucky would have done that and his daddy wouldn't run his mouth, it wouldn't have been about Alonzo Ball getting 39 or the other guy. It was just like you say, like in the NBA when Kobe or when LeBron for third ass against the Clippers. But now since he got that mark on his back, so when a team go play them, oh, John Wall scored 40 and hit triple-double on LeBron's ball. It's all about him now, you know. It's not about what, what you're saying was it's about, oh, LeBron got that on the Clippers. It's going to be about him because his daddy set that up for him for that mark to be on him. Ain't no way, I don't care what you say about that boy being in um, UCLA. and well, He's not going to do that in the NBA. I'm telling you, not first or not because he ain't no Michael LeBron. LeBron, LeBron James. No, LeBron James said that he likes him. 
See, that's the thing. See, and, and, and I like him. You think he'll say he hates him? I bet when he plays against him, he'll he, try he, and he him up. He don't like you, his daddy. When you're, when you're in the NFL, though, or when you're in the NBA, they understand. You don't even know what uh, ball sounds like. His dad has done all the talking. So, so, so people, especially people that have played for a long time, especially at the professional level, they're not going to care what his – that's his dad. Now, if Lonzo Ball says something to uh, LeBron himself, then LeBron, then LeBron is going to want to attack him. They don't care what your daddy's talking about. They don't, they, don't care, they don't care what your daddy's talking about in the NBA. If he says something to LeBron, it's on. If he says something to John Wall, it's on. But once you become a professional, they don't care what your dad is talking about. They don't care what your mom is hollering from the stands or whatever. If he he is going to speak for himself, um, Lonzo Ball is going to speak for himself. And and, and you, like I said, I don't. I've not heard the guy say one word. So if he gets in the NBA, he's respectful to everyone else. He plays the game hard. You're not going to hear anything. You'll still hear his dad running his mouth. But people in the NBA don't care about dads. This is not the first dad to come along. I mean, you might you might want to show him up. But they're not going to try to kill that dude. Hey, Chris, what's that woman that her son was drafted in the NFL and was on every show, you know? Um, hey, what did he go? Hey, come on, y'all help me out. I can't even think about that. The mama was running her mouth. and Oh, my son, blah, She was on all these talk shows. And I'm like, hey, little mama. They had to sit down. Shut your mouth. Because your son will be marked in the NFL now. And you don't hear from her now. Only all these talk shows, they talk about putting her on one of those. Oh, you're um, talking about Cruz? Is that her? The mama was running her. Remember? Her son was drafted. What was he drafted last year? God. I'll Google that. But anyway, they told her, shut your mouth. You don't hear her run her mouth no more. They say, your son will be marked, you know, in the NFL. Sit down, woman. And she sat down. You don't hear from him now. But and you, I'd, be, I'd be willing to bet too that you won't hear from his dad anymore. See that, like I said, his dad has done his job. He has everybody talking. He has everybody interested. He'll continue to talk. And then, what's the point in his dad talking once he's in the NBA? There's no point no, anymore. You're gonna hear from his dad because his dad, no, he got showed up at 39 in Kentucky and low. So he gonna sit back no, now. His dad was on a talk show the very next day, but you won't hear from him again uh, until it's time to promote his other sons. Like I said on last week's show, he's crazy like a fox. He's not going to say anything more about his older son because there's nothing else to say. What else are you going to say? There's nothing else he can say about his son now that he's in the NBA. You'll let him be. Now he will focus. You know what? He will focus. You will focus, and I will focus on his other two sons. I guarantee you that's where where the dad turns his attention. He can't do anything else for his older son. He's in the NBA. He's going to make it or he's not going to make it. Every game he plays, I'm going to be watching because I want to see him get his butt beat up. And you think everybody else is going to be doing that? He's right there. Of course. Of course they will. But but you don't need his dad now. Now we're going to see if he can play. That's why his dad won't run his mouth anymore. Now we'll be able to see for ourselves at the biggest stage if he can play. His dad doesn't need to do any more self-promotion. He's there. He's going he's gonna to kill it or he's going to get killed. And, yeah, we're going to tune in to watch it, 
We don't need his dad anymore to make us watch that. His dad has already done his job because now we do want to watch it. His dad has done his job. He's going to get a big contract. ABC or whoever televises, ESPN televises these NBA games. I guarantee you he's on TV all the time. That's what his dad did. And like you said, you want to see him get his butt kicked. So you're going to have the remote in your hand watching. And I am too. But now his other son is on his way to UCLA. That's where the attention will go now. Oh, well, how hot was everything? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm on Bacardi and Coke. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, I, I I still say that, uh, you know, you can't tell me that, that some of the professional NBA players aren't going to challenge him. You know, they're not going to try to, especially his, his, his rookie season, they're not going to be out there trying to challenge him. Even even when he's in, in camp playing against his own players, you know, there's going to be some of them that are going to try to challenge him a little bit, you know, to try to to see how good he thinks he really is against them. See, but that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think at the professional level he will get too much of that because it's not him. So even if I went in saying, you know what, Chris's dad has been talking a whole bunch of smack and I'm gonna prove I'm gonna prove that Chris is not that good and I get to camp and Chris is pretty good and Chris actually is a is a pretty decent person, that stuff goes out the window. That's what I'm saying. That's his dad talking. If it was him it would be something completely different. But it's his dad. So, yeah, I mean, when I came in, you know, somebody's going to take my position and you start reading all these press clippings about this new dude they're recruiting and you come in and so you're going to show this dude and then he comes in and he's a cool dude. I don't have anything else against this dude. He's here to help the team. And, 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 and at being part of fraternity, which the NBA is, if anything, you want to see that dude be as good as advertised. You don't want to see this guy get drafted number two and be another bust. And I'm not saying they're going to help him, but it's in everybody's best interest that Lonzo Ball is as good as advertised. You don't want to see him go to a team and have that team stink up the league. It does nothing for you or your brand as the NBA. You know, when the NBA came back with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, and they call that the savior or the saving of the NBA, it's a good thing those dudes were good going one and two to the Lakers and the, and the Celtics because it saved the league. So ultimately, you want Lonzo Ball to be as good as advertised. You want him to be a great guy, and you want to think that it's just his dad that has a big mouth, which I think ultimately will uh, will prove out. Well, we got we have to take a break, but you know, I want uh, before the break, I want to say this: you may even use the one that said last week. Uh, his dad needs to shut his mouth. All I'm saying. Hey, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. On the ball. <laughs> sports sports and medicine go hand in hand 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to loving that sports talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, a host for Loving That Sports Talk. So, can you love me, Chris? I'm still here, James. Are you all quiet? I told you to bring us back in on this one, but you all quiet. But oh. and we got we got Abe over there, Abe Raiders and Beggars. You that Abe? Hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm just chilling like a villain. And we got the prophet there. I showed up on Greenway, you know. But right, uh, we, we just gonna keep we gonna we gonna keep arguing. <laughs> I still owe him lunch. So me, you, Abe, and Chris, we all gonna go down the. Uh, Peyton Manning place? I mean, no, it's um, John. Oh, place is it? And we're going to go have lunch, and we're going to argue in there with that $50-something plate dinner. I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> right. I'm going to eat everything because it's free. Well, it's not free for you. <laughs> well, go ahead, Chris. Make it happen, Captain. Okay. So... The, the, uh, I've been trying to avoid bringing this question up, but every week I still see more and more about it. So it appears that Marshawn Lynch is actually contemplating returning a return to the NFL. 
But in order for him to come back, you know, he, he has to come back to Seattle because he's under contract with them for two more years. Um, but I, I don't think he really wants to play in Seattle. He wants to go elsewhere, but then they'd have to trade him. Do you really think he's going to come back, Abe? Well, uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because the team that he wants to play for is the Raiders. Oh. Okay. And, uh, and you know, the fact that uh, the Raiders are going to be leaving in, uh, Oakland in the, in the next, within the next couple of years, you know, I think, uh, I think Mark Davis, he's, uh, he really wants to, to bring a championship home to Oakland before they leave. You know, I, I, I think if, if, if he were to, you know, give any kind of gift to Oakland, that would be the best gift that he could, he could give to, to the, uh, the Oakland fans there. And, uh, you know, cause I, you know, I'm sure a lot of them are not happy about it. My wife, you know, I, I talked to her about it, uh, a little bit and, and she's not real happy. You know, she grew up right outside of Oakland there in San Leandro, California. And, uh, so yeah, she's a, she's a diehard Oakland fan. And, uh, you know, uh, I think that would be the, the best, the best thing that they could do for the Oakland fans is, is put Marshawn Lynch on there and, uh, let him run up and down the field. Uh, and, you know, cause, you know, I mean, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna play hard and he wants to play. He wants, that's the team he wants to play for. And so I think that, you know, uh, I think that would be a, a good addition to their team, you know. All right. Uh, so, so P- Prophet Wayman, what do you think about Marshawn coming back? First off, I think that the the coach for the Raiders that announced it probably got his his butt kicked. Um, because I think if you keep that under wraps, you might be able to work out something behind closed doors where he seamlessly wound up on the Raiders without any fanfare. Now everybody. And, you know, and, and Chris, you said you keep hearing it. Now everybody's wondering what's going to happen. Seattle's sitting in uh, an enviable position because they have him on the roster. They're not paying him anything. He's retired. And for the Raiders to do anything, they're going to have to give Seattle some type of compensation. So imagine getting literally something for nothing. Someone that's not playing on your team, but if you want them, Almost kind of like the Cowboys situation, but the Cowboys are paying Romo. But in, in this case, Lynch is retired. We're not paying you anything. But in order for you to get him on your team, you know, they're probably going to have to do something in terms of draft picks. You know, I, I doubt any money or anything like that. But I'm sure they're going to have to give up some draft picks or a draft pick to acquire Marshawn Lynch. So um, the Raiders just now let their starting running back go. Uh, it makes sense because you have a hometown uh, kid, you know, Marshawn Lynch growing up in Oakland, as did I. And Abe, no offense, I've never met you or your wife, but I know where the brains are in the family. We got a Raiders fan, Cowboys fan, I'm going Raiders. No offense, Abe, I'm just saying. Um, hey, 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 I'm slowly Mark coming Lee. around here, you know, slowly. <laughs> Mark just, May, just but, but I'm just saying, I, it, it, it makes sense on a lot of levels. Um, I, I just think that that coach for the Raiders – kind of jumped the gun by putting it out there. But but I, I think ultimately it could be a win-win. Seattle gets a draft pick from the Raiders. 
the Raiders allow Marshawn Lynch to end his career um, in Oakland playing for, (laughs) it's kind of almost hard to say the hometown team with them going to Vegas, but playing for the team he grew up rooting for and whatnot, I think it's a a win-win situation. Hey, Chris, let me jump in. You go for it. I think I'm done. I made my day. I ain't going to say another word. Wayne, it's the first time I'm going to agree with you. And don't, it's recorded. It's show recorded. Go back. You're, I see what you said, Wayne, where the brains of the family is with the Raiders. You're right. It is white. She's white. So, hey, Wayne, man. I agree. totally agree with you. <laughs> you, you agree with I you, did, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the guy named Jack Nicholson? What he said, a few good man. I just want you to say thank you and move along, right? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, hey, Wendy, that's the first thing I'm agree with you. Because the wife, great affair, and then Cowboy, you right. Right? Okay. Yeah, so like I, I said, agree no with you. Sense, no sense, Abe. See, we agree. <laughs> Your wife knows the team to be with. Not no Cowboys. <laughs> like I said, uh, I'm, slowly, I'm slowly coming around to it here. Hey, Chris, did we give Abe, like, a 24 hours to change team last year? At the beginning, beginning of the season, we were giving him, like, weekly weekly reminders to, to switch teams, with switch, switch alliance, and he refused. Yeah, he's stuck now. Stuck like Chuck. Go ahead, Hey, I remember that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I re- I remember, and, and you know, and it, it took me, you know, it took me. You know, we got we went we went all the all the way to the playoffs with it, and then it was a little bit of a letdown. But you know, I think this this next season coming up, I think the Raiders are going to be the team that that everybody's talking about. You know, at, at the beginning of the season to see you know what uh, what Derek Carr is going to do with his leg, how his leg's going to hold up, you know, and. Uh, and so you know, I, I'm right there in the corner. You know, I'm 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 rooting for him. You know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be rooting for him except when they play the Broncos. So yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> okay, so the NFL owners uh, recently met and came up with some new rules that they that they changed. I just kind of want your opinion on the rules. Um, first one has to do with unsportsmanlike conduct when it comes to leaping. Um, apparently they had three uh, leaps to block the, the punt this past year. Uh, and then when teams kind of made adjustments, That's they would actually goal. flip. I'm sorry? Field goal, wasn't it? They, they uh, oh, I'm sorry, field goal. Uh, extra point. Well, it, it was blocking a field goal or, or extra points, one of those that they were doing. So um, anyway, the, teams made adjustments to that, and they would end up flipping the player in the air, then they'd land kind of awkwardly. So now they're saying that if they do leap, it'll get unsportsmanlike conduct. What, what do you think of that of that ruling? Profit? I, I think it's great. I mean, I, I think if you had that ruling last year, the Broncos win one less game because that's what happened in the, the Saints game when they blocked the PAT, ran it back, and, and you, you snatch you know, victory or, or defeat from the jaws of victory in, in that particular game. So I, I think that was a dumb rule. I don't, I don't like, and, and not just from a safety perspective, I, I just think that you give teams an unfair advantage there. So I, I, and, and then obviously, you know, you do add in the safety element of it. So I, I think that's a great rule. I don't think you should have players leaping over 
the center with their head down uh, to try to block an extra point. Okay. Abe, what do you think on that one? Yeah, you know, I, I agree with it. I think from, you know, the, from the state safety standpoint that, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's just not, not uh, good to, to try to make that move. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I, some of the rules that, that they're changing are just, it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, some of them are kind of crazy, you know, like I heard that, uh, one thing that, uh, they're, they're going to come out with a video for the players on how to do, uh, touchdown celebrations or something like that. I don't know if you guys heard about right. that too, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about the, as far as, uh, the anti-celebration rules, but the, apparently they, they haven't, the, 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 they didn't come up with a, a new. They didn't tweak the rule this year, uh-huh. but that that'll probably come up in in the spring or, or, or next. I'm sorry, next year they'll probably re talk about that and try to change it. So I kind of kind of agree with Wayman, then I kind of want to disagree because I agree with him about um, age. You know, the wife who had a brain, you know, we know that. But, Wayman, you are right, you know, that rule with the Bronco. But they reviewed that play, Wayman. They should have brought that back because that guy stepped out. You know what I'm saying? So this review board thing don't work, Wayman, for the NFL because it was clear that he stepped out. That's the thing they need to be, you know, looking at and changing, you know, because they don't want to overturn these things. And it's right there clear. Talk about inconclusive, not enough to turn. But that guy stepped out of bounds. Am I right, Wayman? He definitely did, and, and I know that was another thing that the NFL was looking at where uh, the ultimate... It don't work. The review thing uh, don't work. There's a lot of plays well, I've seen well, that should be overturned, and they don't. And, and what, they, what they've done, one of the rules, and I'm sorry to kind of jump in front, Chris, but uh, um, all, all the replays are going to be centrally located uh, in New York. Um, so the ultimate decision on all replays goes to one person, which to me, I'm hoping, means that you're going to get more consistency on how things are called and how these reviews are. If you have one person ultimately making all the decisions, right or wrong, at least they make that decision the same way every time so teams know what to expect. And and, and obviously we hope he's trained or she uh, is trained and, and, and does things the right way. So, no, and of course... Believe me, I watch every single Broncos game, and that was a load of crap. He did step out of bounds. That's neither here nor there. I'm just saying that hopefully with, with replay centrally lo- located, um, we get a lot more consistency in the way things are interpreted and the way things are called. That would yeah, be well, good. We got, the, we, got the, we got the music, but next we got, you know, come on, show. look at basketball with the top, um, little NCAA. And then we still have to talk LeVar Ball, you know. Uh, I just stick your butt did up. But thank you guys again. Abe, I see that smiling face again. But anyway, Abe always left. Prophet, well, me, you, Abe, Chris, we all got to go to lunch. We got to set a date. We're going to go. Hell, let me make Chris pay. Just let me know. I'll come down anytime. I mean, the food is free. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Did I hear that I'm paying? No, 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 no. I didn't make the bet. Chris, no, 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 no. Why would you be paying? He owes me. He owes me twice. He owes me for the Eagles sneaking it up, 
and, and thinking that Tom Brady somehow was going to be the MVP. So I'm, I'm coming down twice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to put Kerry Mack money. That's why I hit, I hit him up. So there we'll you Kerry go. Mack Kerry Mack money. <laughs> All right, guys. That's thanks fine. again. All right. Have a good week, guys. You guys have a great week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.